Hey, you with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with a 1,200 square foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Equal housing lender. NMLS RID 399801. Hello, friends, and welcome to Untorn Radio, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. It is good to be with you guys from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, coming at you live. It's, again, good to be with you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Season's greetings. Happy Ramahana Kwanzmas. Whatever holiday you celebrate, I hope you do That have a very merry Christmas. It's good to be with you guys. Tonight we're looking at this whole idea of what it means to be in for the win. What it means to be joining God's victorious team and being on his side. Especially as it relates to the Christmas holiday. See, I believe that there are so many different options, so many different things that are available to us. But yet in the end, the challenge and the encouragement from God is to join Him. Join in His endeavor. Join the opportunities that He has for you and for me. Now, I don't know what your Christmas tradition is. Everybody seems to have their own kind of unique tradition holidays and or or family traditions and things like that. Remember growing up, we often went to Albany and had the chance to do Christmas with my grandma and grandpa and uh, other relatives, my my aunt and uncles and and things like that. It was a fun time. I also remember doing Christmas at home a few times growing up. And of course, as a teenager, Christmas was all about me and the gifts that I got. Or in some cases, the gifts that I didn't get. My focus, my attention, was oftentimes on those things that I didn't receive. And of course, I grew envious and jealous and frustrated with my parents and the other relatives that didn't get me what I thought that I rightfully deserved. I was spoiled. As I've grown older, as I've matured in life and in the faith, I've begun to understand that it's not so much about the presence that I receive, more so as it's about His presence with me. See, again, I think we live in a very selfish, selfie-driven world, more than just the image that we place on social media of ourselves. I think we are at the center of our own universe. And when we don't focus on what God has for us, when we don't pay attention to the opportunities for excellence and greatness that He has available to us, if we just come and surrender ourselves to Him, then we're just caught up in the emptiness of the holiday and going after the latest trends, and the stuff that will supposedly get us ahead. 
It's crazy when you think about it. Because we do it year over year, time after time, and we forget the excellence that he has intended for our lives. Tonight, we're going to be looking a little bit more at the Christmas holiday, the events surrounding it, reading a couple verses, and talking about a couple different aspects of the faith and what it means to be in for the win on God's victorious team. Let's pray together as we get started. Heavenly Father, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for the opportunity to come and be a part of people's lives that will listen to this broadcast or are currently listening to this broadcast. God, I pray that you would be with Infusion. I pray that you would be with the Untorn podcast as we continue to grow and develop and figure out what works, what doesn't work. God, I pray that you would be at the forefront of our realities, that you would meet us right where we're at, that we would understand, God, that it's not so much about the presence that we receive, so much as it is about your presence, your being with us through every single facet of life, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the blessed occurrences in which you show up even when we don't even realize that you are there. God, may our focus and may our attention surround you, especially this holiday season. Instead of the pursuit of so many other things, may we simply pursue you. Thanks, God. We love you, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Tonight, we're going to read a couple verses out of Luke chapter 1 specifically verses 35 through 38, that talk and discuss the events surrounding the birth of Jesus and how it relates to us today and his presence for our lives. Check this out, starting in verse 35. It reads as follows. And the angel answered her, referring to Mary there, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Again, that's Luke chapter 1, verses 35 through 38. And a couple of thoughts as it relates to joining God's victorious team and his presence and the Christmas holiday and the theme that we have been looking at, being in for the win. The first one is this. The word that strikes me above all else is the word holy. See, in our world today, we have watered down the sacred, and dumbed it down to become more secularized in nature. We forget about the innocence and the importance of the mystery, quote-unquote mystery, of the events surrounding Jesus' birth. And by mixing the secular with the sacred, by putting those things together in a blender and not remembering to keep the sacred as sacred, we somehow forget the meaning, the true meaning of this holiday. 
and the opportunities that are presented. Along with holiness, we can also think about purity and how we need to be pure in heart. But all too often, we aren't because we pursue our own selfish ambitions and desires that gratify the flesh moment by moment instead of looking at it from an eternal mindset. And see, when it comes to the holiness of God, we can't achieve it on our own. We can't earn it on our own. We have to lean into God for the holiness that we need. And He will equip you and He will equip me in the holiness that we need for our lives. It doesn't mean that we are perfect. It doesn't mean that we have it all figured out. But man, we need to pursue and press into God as though that is the way of life that we couldn't live without pursuing holiness because I need his holiness to grow into his likeness. And that is the first and I believe most important thing that sticks out to me in this passage. And again, the thing with holiness, when it comes to God's holiness, we have it mixed up in our minds sometimes that we have to get our lives all straightened up, all cleaned up before we come to God. And God says, no, I receive you just as you are. Come as you are, but get ready to be transformed because the person that you are currently is not the person that God is ultimately calling you to be as you grow in his likeness, as you pursue right relationship with him. You can't help but be impacted by the Most High because the Holy Spirit will lead you into that new reality. I say this every time I broadcast or every time I speak live at a retreat event. You are made for so much more than you could ever think, dream, fathom, or imagine. And the only way to pursue that reality is to go after the holiness that is in front of you and by casting away the distractions and the other pursuits that are all around you and all around me that only provide emptiness and shallowness. My friends, it's about the matters of the heart. And the only way that we can have our heart transformed ultimately is by the blood of Jesus and the pursuit of the holiness that is available to you and to me. The person that's called holy in this passage in Luke chapter 1 verses 35 through 38 as we have just read. The person that is called holy in this case is the Son of God referring to Jesus. So the second point, the second thought that I have for us as it relates to this passage tonight is the impossible becoming possible. Now we all have stories of how God has moved in our lives or something quote-unquote mysterious has taken place, something quote-unquote magical has happened. And we can only attribute it to the hand of God showing up God blessing in the moment. I think about the moments around Bria's birth, my youngest daughter. She is a special and amazing and awesome girl. All three of my kids are amazing. But the events around Bria's birth, Bria, my friends, was a surprise baby, if you didn't know that about us. And not only was she a surprise baby in terms of showing up, she was also a surprise baby 
in the midst of the pregnancy. My wife had some serious complications, not just once, but a couple times, and we thought that the pregnancy was not going to make it. In fact, doctors gave her a 50-50 shot. Bria surprised us. But it wasn't Bria that surprised us, my friends. It was God showing up and blessing. Bria continues to surprise us today with her personality, with her different antics, and all that stuff. We love her. We love all three of our kids. She keeps us on our toes. But the point I'm trying to make is that God takes circumstances that seem impossible and makes them possible. Now, this doesn't happen all the time. But the one thing that is an ever-constant in the midst of seemingly impossible situations is the possibility of his presence showing up. See, we just simply need to be aware and understand that he is there, that he does care. And the reality is is that we don't have to go through life alone. Certainly family members and friends, certainly co-workers and teammates will turn their back will walk away, will dismiss us when we are going through hardship and difficulty, especially if we disagree with someone on a given point. But when life gets hard, God doesn't jump ship. He is right there, right beside you, caring for you, walking with you, and desiring, desiring for you to recognize and realize that he is there so that you can have your eyes open to the reality that you are not alone, that you don't have to go through life alone. It's pretty awesome. So God will work out whatever circumstances he sees fit. But more importantly, the impossibility of going through life alone when the circumstances kind of dictate that you are going to walk and live in isolation God says, "Uh uh-uh, it's possible for me to be there, and it's practical for me to be there. God takes the impossible situations to reveal himself to us in greater ways. And you and I need to have our eyes opened to that reality. The last thing I'd like to share with you as it relates to this passage is the reality of Emmanuel. God with us. See, we just have a little snapshot here of God sending his son, Jesus, to be born to Mary. And Mary's responding. We see Mary's response in in this passage. In verse 38, Mary said, Behold, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And of course... Mary's saying, guess what? I receive it. Bring it on. God, your will be done. And that should be our prayer. Certainly we should voice our desires, our needs, our wants before the Lord. But at the end of the prayer, we should pray something like this according to the word of the Lord, according to scripture, the Lord's prayer. Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Jesus prayed that in the Garden of Gethsemane. When life was hanging in the balance, the Easter story 
starting to unfold. He says, Father, Father, take this cup of suffering from me, but not my will, but yours be done. Mary's praying the same thing because she understands that his will is greater because his presence is around. Emmanuel, God with us, and the events surrounding the birth of Jesus, ultimately, my friends, is the beginning of the Easter story. It is incarnational ministry, God with us ministry, so that you don't have to go through life alone, and that we can walk with the Almighty through all the difficulties, all the hardships, and all the incredible mountaintop experiences that we have as well. God is with you, and God is with me. And that, my friends, is tonight's Untorn. We've been looking at the Wind series this semester. And this is our final podcast as it relates to the Wind series. We're going to be looking at leadership and influence as we start off the new year. You know, last January, we talked about New Year's resolutions. And as I think about the word resolve, I think about a problem that needs solving. An answer. Craving an answer. The only answer for winning in life and winning for eternity is joining God's victorious team of understanding that he sent his son to be with us. In relationship to us. So that we can pursue the holy so that we can become holy as he is holy, as Jesus declares. And for us to witness and and see that the impossible, the circumstances of the impossible are made possible because Jesus died for you and for me. God's victorious team is Emmanuel, God with us. And the opponent, no matter who it is, will lose in defeat, because God is the one in control. Let's pray together. God, I want to thank you again for the chance to broadcast here from Studio 14B. I want to thank you for Untorn and the audience that has listened faithfully this semester. God, I simply pray that we would understand And grasp the reality of you being with us. You care about us. You call us to holiness. You want to reveal to us the impossibilities that are out there that you make possible because of your presence. Help us not to be selfish this holiday season. But help us, Lord, to live the surrendered life, the selfless life of understanding that you, O God, are the one that is in control. May we celebrate Christmas with you. May you be our Lord and Savior. May we celebrate it with family too and lead people towards the throne room, into the throne room of grace, of your presence that is right there with us. We thank you, God. And it's in your name we all say and pray together. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to Untorn, my friends. We will resume Untorn the first Thursday of the new year. God bless you, my friends. Have a very Merry Christmas with you and yours, whatever your tradition is. Have a great and wonderful and awesome time. I love you guys. 
Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. We'll see you next time, which will be the first Thursday. I believe that's January 7th of the new year. We'll see you next time right here on untorn.net. Have a good one, my friends. This is Jay Trainer signing off from Studio 14B. iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love, like taking those perfect New Year, New You portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-Mobile to learn more or visit a store today. 